0: Well, I'm sorry that I have a ginormous head, Heather. I can't, I can't help it. I have. As a matter of fact, I want one. I need one.
1: Yeah. You can, you can TikTok that, Christian. I was no, making thank candles. you. I don't believe they work. I'm a skeptic.
0: Yes. Okay, Christian, you are leading us in. Bring okay. the entertainment. Why don't you turn that dial up to 11?
1: So I start off from the beginning?
0: Um, yeah, I was, I was more or less just be like, just welcome everyone into the show.
2: we <laughs> you want to discuss?
0: Dads.
1: <laughs> That'd be weird,
0: right? They're like, wait, what did he just tree. say dad?
2: Yes, we're going to talk on all topics, dad. Dad shorts. That's dad right. jokes.
0: Oh. All the weird stuff with dads. I only wear dad jeans. We could do that with Father's Day episode. Okay? Oh,
1: my gosh.
2: Dad jeans.
1: But, but read it super seriously. I heard. I got Obama's special pair. There you go. Scott, Heather, I both got you. I got you both a pair. Perfect. Anyway. I wear Levi's. I don't know what they're called. I wear sweatpants. High-waisted <laughs> mom
2: jeans. I hope the high-waisted fad never goes back. Bro. <laughs> All that's, that's not
0: recorded. of your concern. Yes, it don't, is.
2: Don't, no, no, I don't talk about <laughs> my mom, Sean.
0: <laughs> uh, maybe I'll cut that part out, but there was some gold in there. Yeah, there was. <laughs> so, I mean, we will see when it, re- when it
1: releases, all
0: right? I have the power. <laughs>
2: after you know the- what happens when Heather...
1: <laughs> after the Moist song, you should never trust
2: Scott.
0: That's right. I will literally, anytime people are like, take this out, I emphasize it.
2: That's why I don't say it anymore. Good
0: call. It's all fun. We're, we're having a good time.
2: Yeah, I grew human beings, so...
0: That is true. The price I pay. Well, as far as you guys know, <laughs> there's some <laughs> or speculation. Alien. Yeah. You know,
2: it could be my half alien That's right. babies. Yeah, because, you
0: were abducted.
2: Like, Michael, though, that night when we got... Because we met up. Mm-hmm. And at Chepo's, they were like, you remember that night? And he's like, and he's like oh, yeah. I'm yeah. Like, Heather, you don't remember? And I'm like... Because I was like, well, it was at the end of the night because obviously I was like too drunk.
0: You're sloshed, yeah.
2: And Michael's like, no, it was when they first got there. <laughs> Wow, you totally blocked So I was like, out. I must have been in the kitchen cooking or not listening to anything anyone was talking about, because I don't know, yeah. I don't remember that.
1: Yeah, so you were abducted?
2: I remembered other parts of the night when they were talking about stuff, so I mean, I don't know. where was I?
1: Seems very peculiar. And
2: we lived in, this is a tiny house, a 1,100 square foot house, mm. one bathroom.
1: You know what happens to people that are abducted? They have indigo children. That is true. Do you have Indigo
0: Children?
2: What's Indigo Children?
0: Well, I guess you have to look that up, don't you? You can do an episode on it. Yeah, write up an episode on Indigo Children. <laughs> we are the world. No, okay. I think um, some
1: of Heather's uh, blog posts should be about her journey into darkness with us. Yeah.
0: The- like how many <laughs> things I weird... have
2: to look up.
0: Like a month ago, I didn't believe. In if any- you could
2: see the tabs <laughs> on my phone, because I'm always hearing stuff like any podcast, mm-hmm. like since I'm listening to these ones on the fringe now. Learning all these cool new terms like the fringe. fringe. I'm like another
1: great show. Yes.
2: And so then I'm always like, oh, Beliefful said this. Like, I'm gonna look up this, or yeah. oh, you know, Tony said this. And so I'm, and then I'm shooting things at uh, Scott. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I can't believe this. And he's like,
0: yeah, yeah, old news. I- True, Christian. Where are we? We are. Nope, not where I was looking for. You're looking around the room. That's not... What is this place? Purgatory. I'm gonna change the lights. I feel like that might be throwing you off. You're yeah. you're a simple man. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't lead you down a path. What 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 show is this? What I had a plan for that. Okay, then please continue. I'm gonna work on the lights. What color you guys want? What color are you feeling?
1: You pick. I don't like that yellowish color though. See. Or or the mixture of those two.
0: Even though this is kind of perfect. Oh, that yellow one's kind of yeah, I didn't see that. This screen is in front of my face. I'll figure something something woodsy out for us.
1: Okay. Something bo- pick up yeah. pick something bohemian.
0: Man, what do I look like? Some kind of fashionista? I don't know. I don't know what that is. What's bohemian?
2: Well, the definition is a socially unconventional person, especially one who's involved in the arts. There you go. Definition of bohemian.
1: Okay, but what color is that? You're you're the, bo- the only bohemian here.
0: Hey, I take great offense at that. No, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, that's probably true. Mm-hmm. Ooh, there we go. You like that one? Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: That's some good This news is lighting.
0: Arctic Aurora. This is a nice Alaskan theme for us. Yep ready? Yeah. The episode has begun for about 10 minutes now, so anytime.
1: Welcome to the Freaky Deaky Podcast. Thank you. We're here it's with good to be here. Heather, Scott, and Christian. No, I don't like that part. It's you your sa- boy. <laughs> you
2: sounded like you were on your like, we're here with Heather. Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, I don't really like that. But Did you forget who we are, Christian,
0: for just a moment? Okay. That Bye. old age is kicking in.
1: All right. So today we're taking you to Bohemian Grove. Scott loves Bohemian Grove. Heather's been learning about Bohemian Grove, so we're going to see what she thinks about it. Mm. And I'm going to dampen everybody's day with what I think about Bohemian Grove. So in other words,
0: it's a normal day in the life here at the Freaky Deaky.
1: It is. Definitely. So is it my turn to read?
0: I mean, yeah, I guess. How far do you guys want me to go? When, When you're tired of reading, go ahead and just stop and I'll pick it up, okay? Okay. I'll carry the torch if I know where you're at.
1: Oh, you just said this definition. I didn't even see that at the beginning. Yeah. yeah I so thought you just off, pulled that out of your start ass. Start off so. that. No. Okay. I'm going to skip that part of it. Scott, you weave that part in. Okay. Or do you want me to just go? Yeah, you can just go. If I need to cut it out, I'll cut it out. A definition of bohemian. A socially unconventional person, especially one who is involved in, in the arts. Scott, Bohemian Grove is a restricted one. Oh. <laughs> 20- <laughs> I was like, are you tired already? Man, that was like one <laughs> sentence.
2: <laughs> Winded done.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That really knocked me out. Your turn. (laughs) My guard shift is over. Bohemian Grove is a restricted 2,700 acre campground at 20601 Bohemian Avenue in Monterio, California, belonging to a private San Francisco based gentleman's club known as Bohemian Club. In mid-July each year, Bohemian Grove hosts a more than two week encampment of some of the most prominent men in the world now, women too. Oh yeah, yeah, we can't that's, forget that. That's a recent. Yeah, Heather, development. Are you
0: some kind of sexist or something? Leaving I worried that,
2: that they actually did start letting women in. Did they, they actually start letting they, women? There are certain times women could come in
1: during yeah. the fest, during the festival, but not at the actual like. Yeah, they, now they do instantly catered or whatever. Well, they since Bohemian Grove caters to powerful people, mm, it's in their best. In interest. our modern day, men allow women to be powerful. Or, allow women to be powerful that's Christians. probably the wrong way to put it <laughs> women have been able to take their much deserved power in this world oh. and men can't just hold them down any like do the things skip all that part <laughs> you are
2: so women can go to the club's headquarters but they are still barred from the annual july encampment that's what i was saying
0: I, I've i heard different. I was just enjoying Christian work his way down that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. All right. So let's start again. Because I really don't want that, what mess, that mess about where Women? I was stumbling over women's rights and making it sound worse. <laughs> but each people time. know you're not
0: like some kind of misogynist. Trust me. Yeah. If anyone's not a misogynist, it's I don't Christian. Know.
2: I just think it's not a weird I just, yeah, I, I'm what's Christian. Let's just.
0: Well, I guess we'll find out, won't we? Oh, my
1: gosh.
2: Come <laughs> on. <laughs>
1: All right. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message.
0: Hey there. It's your boy. I had a little chat with Christian and Heather after this episode wrapped in an effort to plea my case for leaving this joke in the episode. The year is 2021, and it really doesn't take much to get people triggered these days, regardless of intention. Anyone with half a brain can tell, through delivery alone, that Christian had a slip of the tongue and didn't phrase that sentence as well as he would have hoped to. Anyone that knows Christian knows that he's actually quite the feminist. More feminist than most women I know, actually. If you can believe it. Now, I'm sure 99% of our listeners found this little back and forth hilarious. I know that I did. However, to cover all of our asses here at the Freaky Deaky, I am explaining to you why this joke is funny. Which, for the record, also kills the joke. 2021, am I right? So if you or a loved one was affected by this little back and forth, we want you to know that we're here for you. And you can give us a call anytime at 1-800-GET-THE-FUCK-OVER-IT. That's, again, one 800 get the fuck over Over it. These are jokes, people. I'm a jokey dude. Let me crack some straight fire if presented the opportunity. Thank you for your time. And now back to our feature presentation of The Freaky Deaky. Enjoy.
1: (laughs) All right. So, established in 1878, the Bohemian Club's all male membership includes artists and musicians, as well as many prominent business leaders, government officials former U.S. presidents, senior movie executives, and people of power. Members may invite guests to the Grove. Guests may be invited to the Grove for either the Spring Jinx in June or the main July encampment. Bohemian Club members can schedule private day use events at the Grove at any time. It is not being used for club-wide purposes and they are allowed at these times to bring spouses, family, and friends, although a female and minor guest must be off the property by 9 or 10 p.m. Interesting. So that that still is a thing, then? Yes. Hmm. All, yeah. It's, well, according. Yeah. No girls allowed. Which.
2: I do feel like it's just some big, like, boys club in the woods.
0: What if you walk in and there's, like, a bunch of pillow forts and shit? You're like, really, guys? This is. <laughs>
2: Like Did a we bunch grow
1: of- up? <laughs> no. <laughs> Obviously not. If they're they're burning things, that's just True. little. That's little boy behavior. I Tell
2: mean, honestly, I think of what I would think of this is what girls think guys do on their own. Kind of like guys think girls just that you're in a pillow fights and braid each other's hair. Like, yeah. that's not what we do.
1: Guys get together, drink and burn things, hmm. and urinate around public area.
0: Um, I can't.
1: According to Bohemian stories. That I've heard, and since I'm the only Bohemian here,
0: I can apparently back that up and say, "Yeah, I just go around peeing all over the
2: place." <laughs> God, exactly. Look what I can do standing <laughs> up, men! Now,
1: after 40 years of membership, the men earned old guard status, giving them reserved seating at the Groves Daily Talk, as well as other perksites—a
2: thing regarded as a special right or privilege enjoyed as a result of one's positions perquisites. The wife of a president has all the perquisites of stardom.
0: Hmm. So it's like benefit? Yep. It's like perks? Mm-hmm.
2: That, yeah, maybe the that's perks. What they maybe, maybe yeah.
1: Could be. Percocets. Percocets. Former U.S. President Herbert Hoover was inducted into the Old Guard on March 19, 1953. The club motto is Weaving Spiders Come Not Here, which implies that outside concerns and business networking are to be left outside. And gathered in groups, Bohemians usually adhere to this, although discussion of business often happens in pairs. Important political and business deals have been developed at the Grove. The Grove is particularly famous for a Manhattan Project planning meeting that took place there in September of 1942, which ultimately led to the atomic bomb. Fun. The tradition of a summer encampment was established six years after the Bohemian Grove was formed in 1872. Henry Harry Edwards, a stage actor and founding member, announced that he was relocating to New York City to further his career. On June 29, 1878, roughly less than 100 Bohemians gathered in the Redwoods in Marin County near Taylorville for a send-off party in Edwards' honor. Freely flowing liquor and some Japanese lanterns put a glow on the festivities, and club members retired at a late hour to the modest comfort. Of blankets laid on the dense mat of redwood needles this festive gathering was repeated the next year without edwards and became the club's yearly encampment writer and journalist william henry irwin said of the grove you come upon it suddenly one step and its glory is over you there's no perspective you cannot get far enough away from one of the trees to see it as a whole there they stand a world of height above you their pinnacles hidden by their topmost fringes, of branches or lost in the sky. Don't go get hidden. Don't go get hidden by those 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 pinnacles, pinnacles,
2: pinnacles. <laughs>
1: it's like, damn
0: it! You're so close. You went through that most of that really smooth, and then just those pinnacles got you. <laughs> All
1: right. They're pinnacles hidden by the top most Topmost go. fringes.
0: Hold it back around.
1: Did I? Yes. Okay.
0: Alright, shall I lead us into Camp Valets? Camp Valets are responsible for the operation of the individual camps. The head valets are akin to general managers at a resort, club, restaurant, or hotel. Service staff include female workers whose presence at the grove is limited to daylight hours and central areas close to the main gate. Male workers may be housed at the grove within the boundaries of the camp to which they are assigned. High-status workers stay in small private quarters, but most are housed in rustic bunkhouses. The main encampment area consists of 160 acres of old-growth redwood trees. The main activity at the grove is varied entertainment in which all members participate on a grand main stage and a smaller, more intimate stage. Sleeping quarters or camps are also scattered throughout the grove. These camps are the principal means through which high-level business and political contra- contacts and friendships are formed. The preeminent camps are Hillbillies, Mandalay, Caveman, Stowaway, Uplifters, Owl's Nest, Hideaway, the Isle of Aves, Lost Angels, Silverado Squatters, uh, keep me out of that camp, please, <laughs> the Sempervians, Hillside, and Idlewild.
1: Sempervians are obviously an alien
0: yeah. So so far with this, um, are do you guys think it's weird that there's such strict restrictions on these uh like the how everything is down to a T almost for a place that's supposed to be kind of like a fun getaway for these big, like, you know, big wig rich guys?
2: Yeah, I find that interesting too, because they say that it's not for business and networking, but and to then, me it sounds like you're all going there, these who's allowed to go yeah. and the secrecy makes you just think and like the leading to the atomic bomb, like.
0: And didn't they just say like like a paragraph or two back that they used it for networking?
2: Yeah. And like, so I'm <laughs> like, I'm so confused. But basically what I take from it is a bunch of guys that have some power in one way or another or can help those others with said power, get together in the woods, have a weird camping trip, yeah. and make plans that we don't know about.
0: Is there a possible alternative explanation to their motto? What is their motto again?
2: To me, it made me feel like you don't talk about what you hear here. Exactly. That's, 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 that's what, what I what took of it. Like. Like, and they go, say that it's for, you know, not talking business and to let your stuff go. But to me,
0: um, it sounds like keep your mouth. Shut. Weaving
2: spiders come not here. Well, that makes me think of some like dirty rat. Like you don't come here if you're gonna talk yeah,
0: and, like, don't go, you know, spinning any yarns when you leave this place. Yeah. Well,
2: if you
1: throw it to a Game of Thrones reference, the spider in Game of Thrones had spies everywhere, mm. keeping him informed. And they called him, the, of course, the spider. Yeah. So I think it's more of an ancient thing that weaves these tiny webs mm. that connect everything and control, or attempt to control many different I mean, things. And then
2: I think with webs, it's just like all these, you know, officials and people are are their web that they're creating together when they work together at the yeah. Grove and come up with these. But where did
0: you get the 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 net or the networking definition of that? Uh, I think it's to throw people off. Yeah, exactly. But like, does, yeah. isn't no, that, that weird? Isn't that weird? Uh, like, why would they have that? If that's just, if yeah. this is a normal place that people are just supposed to go.
2: Oh no. I think it's for hundred percent for networking and yeah. have these plans. I
1: don't know. It's always made sense that everybody got together there to network a little bit. And that in some ways benefited all of us and probably in other ways did not benefit certain people in this
0: world. I don't know. It, it seems like a weird, what is it like a red herring when you, uh, red herring. When you try to throw someone off the scent, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it, it doesn't seem like something as easy or like it could be easily misconstrued as something that's not lighthearted. Like, oh, in reality, we are networking guys, but shh, don't tell them, Yeah, you know, like it seems like, well, maybe that's just like a front. And it actually means, you know, don't come here if you're going to leave and tell about what you witnessed here. Exactly. You know, same with like the the very strict like timetable of these people have to be gone by this time. Oh yeah. Now, there's. W- I think shit, whatever they're right? doing
2: in those two weeks is like highly top secret. And-
0: yeah. So it's understandable why people might assume that there's, you know, ritual sacrifice and weird stuff going on
1: here. From be- what we're hearing so far, I don't think it's understandable at all. But if you hear certain personalities start talking about what this stuff means, it becomes, it starts to make more sense.
0: Yeah. But that's, that's kind of like what, like you're doing to the conspiracy theorists what the CIA did to them by coining that term years ago. Just by saying that the personalities of these types of people, like you're making it sound like these people are nuts for believing this. Well, this Not next topic,
2: if anything, will really
0: shed a lot of light
2: because it's on the security. Yeah. And when you hear about how protected yeah. this place is.
0: Do you do you wanna read though? Yeah, you I'll you start into that.
2: So Bohemian Grove is protected by a sophisticated security team year round. The Bohemian Club employs ex-military personnel to help secure the area. They utilize high-end security equipment, including thermal night vision cameras, motion detectors, and vibration-sensing alarm systems. The level of security is particularly heightened during the time periods that members are on-site. During these times, local sheriff's office, California Highway Patrol, and if warranted by the guest list the United States Secret Service, Helped to secure the areas and roads surrounding the encampment. Despite the high level of security, there have been numerous high profile, successful infiltrations of the Bohemian Grove. In the summer of 1980, Rick Cloher gained entrance to the Grove with the help of an employee and posed as a worker during two weekends of the annual encampment. His efforts, the first magazine reporting from inside the Grove. The article was published. In the August 1981 issue of Mother Jones, around the same time ABC Evening News aired a special report on Bohemian Grove.
0: Do Do you think when that special report came out, they were sitting in the grove watching it like, oh, shit. Right. Damn it. Yeah, probably.
2: They got us. In the summer of 1989, spy magazine writer Philip Weiss spent seven days in the camp posing as a guest, which led to the November 1989 article Inside the Bohemian Grove. He was eventually discovered and arrested for trespassing. On July 15, 2000, Alex Jones and his cameraman, Mike Hansen, clandestinely entered Bohemian Grove and shot footage of the cremation of care ceremony. Jones claimed it was a ritual sacrifice. From this footage, documentary filmmaker John Ronson produced the episode The Satanic Shadowy Elite, which he characterizes the proceedings as an over- grown frat party while jones produced dark secrets inside bohemian grove <laughs> describing what he thought were satanic rituals
0: isn't that interesting that you that's that's kind of the point that we make a lot on this podcast is you have two competing ideals same or different perspectives to the exact same event i don't know it's interesting i know a lot of people just instantly kind of cut jones off and be like jones is loony but I mean, at the same time, we got to give him the same you know, benefit that we give every other opinion is that it could be maybe he's factual.
1: Do you know how John Ronson met Alex Jones? I don't think so, actually, no. At a bonfire at David Koresh's church
0: in Waco. That is an interesting place to meet someone. Yeah. What was he doing there?
1: John Ronson was doing a, a story or a documentary on a guy named Randy Weaver's. Whose mm. family was shot by the FBI at Ruby Ridge a few few years yeah. earlier, and that's where he happened to meet Alex Jones. What was Jones doing there? Jones was that's the world he went around in. The whole mm. the FBI is, you know. Oh yeah, there yeah, are yeah. questions that about The Ruby Ridge um, shootings were really bad, mm-hmm. and everybody at the FBI made mistakes there. Yeah. Well-documented mistakes. Right. And then later you get the same, a similar couple of choices at the Branch Davidian compound in Waco that ended up killing a lot of people that probably did not need to die.
0: Mm. When are they going to learn their lesson?
1: Right. Yeah. So, and then following that, you get the Oklahoma city bombing by Timothy McVeigh, which calls back to both Waco Mm. and Ruby Ridge. Yeah. Yeah. So you see, I mean, John Robinson's already investigating these connections and they just keep, you know, then you get one and then you get the Oklahoma city bombing years later, all connected to this same group of people that Alex Jones was looking into at the time.
0: Yeah. And I I will just say this, I'm not sure if I've brought it up on this podcast or not. Uh, I've told a few people, I've probably told Christian about a hundred times. If you think that Alex Jones is just a lunatic, then I really encourage you to watch his most recent episode on Rogan. Because I think it was like the New Year's Eve um, 2020 episode. But Rogan and Jamie are literally fact checking everything that Alex Jones says. And spoiler alert, the majority of it is accurate. Like it's stuff that isn't broadcast, but is actually happening in the world. So does he flub it up every once in a while? Yeah, absolutely. Like he doesn't get everything right. But I don't think we should instantly cast someone out because they, they make a couple mistakes on like either predictions or thoughts or like nobody's perfect.
1: You know, he specifically has people that are have attacked the victims or the parents of victims of school shootings. Yeah. Calling it false flags. And then he's come out and apologized for that. I mean, like, I was wrong. Like, so it, oh,
0: that's what I'm saying is it me personally.
1: Is he wrong or is he trying to kind of redo his image so he's more acceptable? Because he understands that we aren't going to just like, you can't just say crazy things constantly. Is he just rebranding himself? Because he's a smart man.
0: Yeah. The thing is, in something like that, he, regardless if he apologized for it or not, he would still have a massive following because there are people that would have followed that to the end. So for him to come out and say, I apologize, I made a mistake, that is alerting not just the people that were maybe offended by that, but also his own followers that, hey, guys, don't look into this. I made a mistake. Like, this isn't accurate. It was fake. It was, you know... uh, Was he
1: legally required to do that? And I believe he was. I don't hang out
0: next next to him constantly. I can't say that for sure, but...
1: I think he was sued to the point where he had to legally say that.
0: Is there any evidence saying that he absolutely had to legally go out and publicly make this statement or was it not just that on it should go on about? this episode? Yeah, I'm just I'm just saying, like, regardless, there's two perspectives and I don't discount one just because it, it doesn't match with what I personally believe, you know. So, Heather, if you want to continue tangent right. over. <laughs>
2: On January 19th, 2002, 37-year-old Richard McCaslin was arrested after his nighttime infiltration of the Bohemian Grove, where he set several fires. He was heavily armed and wearing a skull mask, an outfit with Phantom Patriot written across the chest. No Bohemian Club members or guests were present at the Bohemian Grove at the time.
1: I wonder what Richard McCaslin's doing now. Is he on another list? I don't know. Because he seems like an early person that would go out and create a bunch of drama in the United States.
0: Do you have some information on that? Or are you just wondering?
1: I'm just wondering. Okay. Sometimes you'll do that to try to like rope me in. No, no. Was he recently in Washington, D.C.? I I don't know. That's
0: what I'd like to know. Maybe that's something we can. Jamie, pull that up. (laughs) We're not that big.
1: Oh, wrong show.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Is it my turn again? I don't know. I think Heather's looking at something.
2: I'm just looking. I'll let you know if I find
1: anything on that. We're going to have to circle back to Alex Jones at some point, though. Oh, I'm sure we will. Yeah. Just because some of the story is really funny. Hmm? Has nothing to do with what he, I mean, he just has. The dude says some hilarious shit. I will give you that. Well, he's just, he has this elite, these beliefs on the elite families that make him this way.
2: Hmm. So I'm just. Checking on that Richard McCaslin, and I found an article that's in the Milwaukee Journal, and I'm sorry, a a pop-up started.
0: The people want to know, Heather?
2: American Madness details how conspiracy theories took over one troubled man's life. A medical examiner ruled that Richard McCaslin ended his own life, but Milwaukee writer... T. Krulos has a different view. Whatever the cause, conspiracy theory killed Richard, Krulos. writes, in American Madness, the story of the Phantom Patriot and how conspiracy theories hijacked American consciousness. Conspiracy theories entered McCaslin's life at a point where he was weak with emotional devastation and shaped his behavior until the end. Krulos argues in his book. So, interesting theories. I mean, I could go on and read, but it's a pretty long article.
1: Yeah, it's the basic.
2: But uh, interesting. Mm, Is that he
1: killed himself? Yep. That's
0: sad. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what happens sometimes. You get so like entangled in this shit. And wrapped up in it. That it just, yeah. I think that's what China's afraid of with me. She's like, just don't turn into, and I always like tell her, I'm like, look, I can have wild and out there beliefs about things. And then I can surround myself with people that also question that, that like, I'm not just surrounded by looney tunes or anything like that. You know, like I have people that legitimately, I mean, this podcast alone, Christian, you, you battle back and forth with what I say constantly. And sometimes, spoiler alert, you're right. You know, like you look into things a little further, but there are people that don't really have that type of community or that type of, um, you know, just support system that completely fall down this rabbit hole. And then they end up being troubled and sometimes well, even kill themselves.
1: And well, we're seeing a lot of it play out in the last year or so, mm-hmm. and
0: yeah, it's getting I'm sure at some
1: there. point we'll, we'll go down that path a little bit more. Um,
0: Once the dust has settled, because it's like, it's it's almost still too fresh to be like, it's too raw. We don't know
1: enough about it, but we can kind of see things like Richard McCaslin. Mm as a harbinger to what was coming. Yeah.
2: So it says, uh, his parents passed and he inherited $675,000. Although inheriting this, he was lonely and without purposeful work while watching community access TV. He saw Alex Jones, special dark secrets inside Bohemian Grove and swallowed its suggestions that members of an elite California private club were practicing satanic rituals, possibly even child sacrifice. His life fell apart with nothing to lean on, but the words of Alex Jones. Hmm. so he just fell into like a rabbit hole on that
1: that's where my that kind of thing is where my it knock gets is into him
2: it. going in there and convinced he was a real-life superhero activities now had a purpose mcauslin costumed himself as phantom patriot yeah and went on to the grove
0: yeah, yeah. that's what you're saying with the issue being the danger involved with just diving headfirst
1: into this yeah. oh yeah yeah it becomes a new faith hmm. and almost a. Uh, like a religious. Well,
2: and he spent right. six years yeah. in, Britain, in prison in San Quentin after going to the Grove.
1: That's not an easy facility either.
2: So he definitely had a lot of time to, lo- to stew on it.
0: Yeah. It's a bad combination. It's pretty much just being dealt a really shitty hand. Yeah. And unfortunately you see where that ends up.
1: But well, yeah. It shows that we are responsible for our, our mental health hmm. and we, we need to protect it. And for anybody listening to us, talk about some of the things we talk about. Yeah. Don't go down a rabbit hole, no matter how convinced you are, you're right. Yeah, There's, there might be different reasons and it's dangerous to be completely right. Yeah. And the, the thing
0: about this is even if we are like, what if let's say every single one of my crazy ideas is accurate, there's absolutely nothing you can do, right? It's out of your control. You can just either know or whatever, but don't like go out there and be an activist or something trying to literally take down an establishment that is unmovable or immovable.
1: There's ways to do it without violence. Exactly.
0: Like, and you have, that's the only way to do it in situations like this. Yeah.
2: When he took his own life, he did so in front of the Washington headquarters of the Scottish Rite of Freemasonry as an act of defiance against corrupt Masonic establishment. Damn. So that's interesting enough, too, with tying into Bohemian Grove. And so he really just, yeah, he got sucked down in the rabbit hole. Dangerous so interesting canon. tangent there, but ties into our episode.
0: Oh, absolutely. No, it's good information. Yeah. Because, and we probably wouldn't have mentioned any of this had we not looked like seen that name and you wouldn't have brought it up. It's good to tell people, like to remind people that this is, again, we're entertaining. Like right. we're reading yes. stories. We're looking into things. Like, do I believe a lot of the stuff that I talk about? Yeah, absolutely. But I would never tell anyone anyone to either follow my beliefs or anything like that like mm-hmm. you make your own path and make sure that you're not like damaging your mental health in the process yep it's well, very important and it's I, a
2: balance because yeah. even and what i think what we read on and do stuff you know in our free mm-hmm. time sometimes we got to like separate and take it heavy. Yeah.
0: yeah
1: believing that there are aliens and giants and dog man and bigfoot is totally different than believing every conspiracy that, that, that yeah that there's this global elite filled with pedophiles coming mm. after you.
0: Okay, but on there might that- be there there <laughs> are
1: global elite yeah. and there are pedophiles and there's some pedophiles that are in the global elite. Yeah. It's not this vast conspiracy to take your children. It's just the way humans are. There's some good, there's some bad wherever. Yeah. It's we know by humans also that there is not some global conspiracy that could work. Mm. Really. You know, the only thing that would be global is financial. So business is wanting to make money and they will control our minds and manipulate us and they have feed us and distract us with, you know, different things to keep us purchasing materials, Mm -hmm. whether it's buying stuff from the store or having your government purchase military material to to protect itself. It's Mm -hmm. just, there's some conspiracies that are, are safe and fun and entertaining. And there's some that can become dangerous. Yeah. And you, but you just need to make sure that you're in it for the information and helping people and not becoming dangerous. Yeah. That's not needed in this society. And in my opinion, and, and it's not something
0: that's, that's brought up or talked about often, especially in like conspiracy or paranormal podcasts. Like you, you don't ever bring up the fact that, you know, this stuff is heavy Yeah, and you have to treat it that way. You have to be very careful with, with how much time you spend looking into it and all that stuff. Like, no, you know yourself better than, than we know you or anyone else knows you. Yeah. Like just be smart about it. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's
2: even like uh true crime podcast. I love mm-hmm. them, but there was a while where I was like, man, I got to stop listening to this stuff. And that's when I really got into like the confessionals and yeah you know, full getting into that was the first stuff I ever listened to besides what we do. Cause I was like, man, I guess, you know, this is heavy mm-hmm. hearing about people yeah. dying all the time. And you same thing with anything, you great, really just, yeah. you know, sometimes got to take a break, work yeah. on mental health.
1: Yeah. The world around you is the world you imagine. So if you're in a, a mind space where everything is dark, murderous, or the government's after every part of you including your soul you're going to be living in a dark space it's yeah. okay to step away from it
2: because at that point i think if you're really that big in conspiracies like you're just questioning everything like you don't even know yeah. what's real anymore well and you it's know, okay to
1: to question when, everything when
2: you to the level of how mccaslin was you know he's probably just couldn't day trust in, anyone yeah mm-hmm.
1: when you have to pick up a gun or commit violence that's when you are, really need to rethink yeah. what you believe yeah you know conspiracy yeah. theories are not A form of religion Mm. so they should be handled without the worshiping and sacrificing souls part of it but i i believe in peace so maybe i'm wrong no you probably are to an extent but the the end the end
0: game is that some people are sick some people aren't so just because you know some people in politics are corrupt doesn't mean that everyone is right and there's always people fighting back against that Mm -hmm. whether you
1: admit it or acknowledge it or see it or not and so. we just need to make it to where it's not a them. Mm. There's not a them. And that's when you talk, talk, John Ronson talks about Bohemian Grove. It's in a book called them where he's going to all these different fridge, fringe groups that mm. we like to call them or they like to yeah, call, they
0: don't want you in the it. elites
1: yeah. them. So, and that's just how he happened to end up at Bohemian Grove with Alex Jones. Mm. And it, he had a good, he, he said he liked Alex Jones. Yeah, He just had a different view and came from a darker place.
0: Yeah. Well, the guy's apparently like one of the nicest people you'll meet, but when he gets super fired up and passionate about shit, like, yeah, he's again, passionate.
1: Well, i I think when you get that kind of platform and, hmm. and he's definitely not the only one. Yeah. Um, Sam Smith, you're, you, you can be dangerous. So you better pay attention to the words you're spreading.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, and you know, the, Regular media has been doing it for years. He kind of does something similar, if he's and because he's not careful, mm. he gets to say whatever he wants to, and sometimes that's dangerous.
0: Most times, if you don't think it through, at least.
1: So back to the symbols. Circle back here.
0: We I think we kind of weaved Bohemian Grove in and out of that tangent. Yeah, we did like we a did. spider weaving yeah. a web. So. Yeah.
2: No, it's stuck to.
0: So we're not allowed to go to Bohemian Grove, I guess, because we're over here weaving.
2: Yeah. I'll
1: be allowed to go. You, you guys won't.
0: Be. You did most of the weaving.
1: Yeah, but mine's all like real stuff like
0: oh sorry i forgot mine was all fake (laughs) 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 must have slipped my mind yep mine fits with
1: the bohemian grove disinformation campaign Mm. so i will be accepted yeah maybe i'll invite you guys oh thanks all right symbols the club's patron saint is john of nepomuk never heard of him but who, according to legend, suffered death at the hands of a Bohemian monarch rather than disclose the confessional secrets of the queen. Hmm. A large wood carving of St. John in cleric robes, with his index finger over his lips stands at the front of the shore of the lake at the grove, symbolizing the secrecy kept by the grove's attendees throughout its long history. Since the founding of the club, the Bohemian grove's mascot has been an owl symbolizing, symbolizing wisdom, A 34-foot owl statue made of concrete over steel support stands at the head of the Lake of the Grove. The Cremation of Care ceremony is the theatrical production in which some of the club members participate as actors. It was first conducted in 1881. The production was devised by James F. Bowman and George T. Brumley playing the high priest. It was originally set up with the plot of the serious hijinks dramatic performance on the first weekend of the summer encampment, after which the spirit of care slain by the jinx hero was crem- cremated. The ceremony served as a catharsis for pent-up high spirits and to present symbolically the salvation of the trees by the club. The cremation of care was separated from the other rogue plays in 1913 and moved to the first night to become an exorcising of the demon to ensure the success of the ensuing two weeks. The ceremony takes place in front of the Owl Shrine. The moss and lichen covered statue simulates a natural rock formation, yet holds electrical and audio equipment within it. For many years, a recording of the voice of club member Walter Cronkite, Walter Cronkite, was used as the voice of the owl during the ceremony. That's hilarious. (laughs) I just picture Walter Cronkite. Uh. Which... Was just mentioned in one of our recent episodes, I believe, on JFK.
0: Yeah, way to come back, Walter, coming in hot.
2: Synchronicity.
1: What also shows you, some of the people were that were in. So at that time, reporters were in there, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. Along with politicians and businessmen. Yeah. See the that's that's where they start to lose me a little bit is with the weird
0: ceremonies. Like I understand that sometimes ceremonies are just ceremonies, but still, there's something about it that feels off. And well, that's that's where a lot of religious people are like, "Whoa, they're out there sacrificing to their god Moloch or whatever it is, talking about you know trying to bring forth success when in reality they shouldn't be doing that. Like regardless that if they, they think shouldn't, it's shouldn't fun be doing or not. that
1: according to their to religion.
0: certain religions, yes. right. but
1: yeah. But those religions. Have similar ceremonies such as Uh, you referring to like communion. That could be one, but the whole process of the uh, ceremony, like a Catholic ceremony is a A mass, a Mm. mass is Mm. a magical production. Just like, like all, one, but. just no, like,
2: I have. And as a kid, I even <laughs> you didn't felt sound this super is, like <laughs> no, even as a kid, I was like, this is really culty, like yeah. weird. It's yeah. like, sit down, kneel down, stand back up, yeah. do a cross, turn around, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, like it's like very ritualistic. The same thing. Yeah. I mean, eating the blood of Christ and the body of Christ. I always thought that was so weird. Super weird. I was yeah. like, I don't, I don't want to eat Christ, That's, mom. Like, yeah. yeah, it was just weird. And, and I, and hard to understand as a kid.
1: That's why I say it's not necessarily a weird thing. It's just a ritual. They're very
2: uh, ritualistic. mm -hmm. I mean, like even my grandparents, they were like, you eat fish every Friday. Like you, they followed it hundred percent by the book.
1: Yeah. I mean. And these rituals come, a lot of them come from pre-Christian history that just transferred over. Yeah. So that's why I don't like a ceremony like this doesn't throw me off. It's just maybe an ancient form of worship. Well, yeah, and with, and, and with Catholicism for good too, will. you have
2: like, you have, uh, when you're younger, you have, you know, your first communion and then you go through confirmation. Like it's constantly rituals of things you are going through.
0: Yeah. But what I'm saying from, and I'm not trying to shove anything down anyone's throat. Like I'm literally just spitballing this as we go along. Christianity, like, yeah, there was, there was these rituals and stuff prior to Christianity. And that's part of the basis of Christianity is that it came to set the record straight and be like, no, you have to stop worshiping these other gods. And so even in Christianity, these other rituals were still of like a sacrificial nature. They were still quote unquote, not from God. So it's easy to see why Christians would be offended by something like this. And it even sets me a little off when I read like, there's a bunch of wealthy old men in front of a burning owl or whatever. It's just kind of weird. You know, it's a little strange. Like it's a, it's a sacr. even if they don't believe that it's sacrificial. It's a
1: little strange, Hmm. but the old Testament is filled with all kinds of these stories. Absolutely. That are related to Christianity. Yeah. And I don't. I think Christians can't just show up at a certain point in history and condemn Everyone everything else. before and after it. Yeah. Um, especially when they look at someone like Jesus and think about what the teachings are hmm. from him, yeah. and that none of that's acceptable. So some I when I like say some stuff like this, it's sometimes humans have altered the goodness of a message. By putting certain rules that glorify one religion, maybe over another when they've all, I think they've all had their place in this world and they were all supposed to be here because that's just the way the world was designed by whatever higher entity or, or whatever you want to believe started the world. I just don't think it's something you should be freaked out about.
2: What do you think about the Grove play? Like that's interesting enough too. Like you're just thinking about a bunch of people camping in the woods, having these like satanic ish rituals, and then um, you know, talking business, make about whatever kind of things we can't talk about outside the grove, and then a play in the middle. <laughs> like
0: Yeah, can you go through that one? So I don't think we we hit each that.
2: year a grove play is performed for one night during the final weekend of the summer encampment. The play is a large scale musical. Theatrical production written and composed by club members involving some 300 members. The play includes chorus, cast, stage, crew, and orchestra. First Grove play was in 1902. So if we're just like, hey guys, we're out in the woods. We're going to have this uh, great two weeks. And in, in yeah. the middle, you know, get your singing boots on. We're going to
0: see. That's the thing. is <laughs> it, it either strikes me as 100% satanic ritualism or it strikes play. me like, I just yeah. figure, like First,
2: you're going to be in dark robes around a fire. Yeah. Burning said owl, and then you're like jazz hands, guys.
0: Yeah, it's either it's either 100% Satanism or it's really the cheesiest thing I've ever heard. Like those are the two options. Which is it? Are these really wealthy men being this weird, just randomly out? That that's what that's what makes me actually. I think it's them
1: being weird. What bunch of nerds! I don't. I think it's too easy to, and I I think we've talked about it many times. It's too easy to throw Satan into there so you can blame the the dark one.
0: What I'm saying is, what's the other option outside of them being nerdy as hell? or
1: I can tell you right now, it sounds like from their play, Satan wouldn't have anything to do with it. Because if we look at music that uh. Satan has, Satan has supposedly influenced, it's all good music. And in this play, whatever music and dancing they're doing, is not going to be good. We know
0: it. Well, we will never know, unfortunately, because we're not invited. What if it was like the, the just the most slap-happy track you've ever heard in your life? You're like, oh, damn, this completely hits yeah, home.
1: This is ahead of its time.
0: I know. Yeah, I don't know. All right, Heather, take us into pop culture. Or is that you? Yeah, Chris, you want to take us into pop culture?
1: All right. Pop culture. Drake, wearing an owl sweatshirt on SNL.
2: A lot of people have talked about Drake and his owl symbols yeah. and him being a part of the Grove.
1: The We're going to get back to the owl. And the Illuminati. Justin Bieber and Drake both have owl tattoos. Beyonce and her husband, Jay Z, have long been subject of conspiracy theories yep. that both are involved in the Illuminati and secretly ushering a revolution, a new world order, brainwashing the public through music videos and dance routine.
0: Before you uh, go further on that, are you guys aware of the fact that beyonce has also been the recipient of I believe a maybe it wasn't a lawsuit, but her her old drummer, her old tour drummer essentially came out saying that that she's a witch and that she literally practices this stuff and she like on tour like telling weird on tour stories about her being. Like a bad witch, pretty much. Ooh, like, can
2: we just have an episode on Beyonce? Like the freaky today, we're gonna cover I'm Beyonce. Perfectly yeah, I want to learn more about that because that's interesting. It's
0: it's when I saw that that story come out, it was it was on a lot of different sites too. Like it really hit this her old drummer come out and be like, no, she does this, she does this, she wants. I think it was either like put a a spell like a hex on her or something like that, like like stuff that even if it's not true, you're like, wait, this person is out there believing they're they're hexing people or so you can see why there would be a lot of speculation around the whole Jay Z Beyonce thing, their rise to power, the Illuminati, the whole like if the pieces fit together, they fit together.
2: Well, it's not like they're hiding it. They're not saying we're not a part of it. Like they're, they're putting the up. hand symbols. They're doing yeah. it like they're, they're,
1: they're marketing themselves. Who cares yeah. if they're actually involved? Could hundred percent. You think be, it's yeah.
2: just people drawing attention to them? Like, Hey, if we do this, people are going to start thinking we're a part of this. And we're getting, even if it's bad, um, you know, publicity. publicity, then yeah. it's better than nothing. I don't know.
0: It could be, but at the same time, there's two sides to every coin. No,
2: but yeah, I mean. I've never heard about her being into witchcraft. You should, that's I'll, definitely... I'll see if I
0: can find that story and send it over to you. Because I remember when I, when I found it, I, I sent it to my friend who was like a, obsessed with Beyonce. And I was like, your girl's a witch, bad
1: witch. But yeah. what if the person that's saying this stuff's a bad witch?
0: Oh, she, yeah. So she just got fired and she's like, she's a witch.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it happens. A... So we'd have to see if yeah. there's more resources to that
0: complaint. Like, could be. Maybe stay tuned for the freaky deaky Beyonce episode.
1: I, for one, am not afraid of the Illuminati.
0: either. I don't like Beyonce, so I'm not a huge like, fan. All the
2: single ladies. Yeah. The
0: She's very talented. <laughs> yeah. There's stuff with that video too, about it being like a ritual dance. Oh, well, and, and a lot there.
2: of even the hand movements mm-hmm. and yeah. stuff. Cause.
0: Uh, yeah. I've gone down many a rabbit hole with some f- famous musicians and pop icons. And that's the gods of today. If you, if you really sit down and think about it.
2: Oh, check out Disgraceland podcast. Mm-hmm. They're all about musicians and a lot of weird yeah. things yep. you know, going to jail, different stories. And it's an interesting one. So,
1: yeah. All right. For several years, Jay-Z has made a hand signal that forms a triangle it's supposedly meant to represent a diamond. Occasionally Beyonce will also flash the hand signal. For some, the shape is associated with the eye of Providence usually enclosed inside a triangle or a pyramid. Said eye is connected to a wide range of belief systems, including the Freemasons and Illuminati. It was also kind of popular back in Egypt.
2: Well, do you remember when I sent you guys that um, picture from my kids' school pickup line? Yeah. There's this old mm-hmm. like Chevy Blazer and it has a triangle and it looks like a pyramid and has the eye in the middle. And I was like, I've seen, you know, just, it was in, interesting every time. And that was before we started this subject. And so I sent it in a group chat with the boys and it's like, guys, what's S- this going on? Illuminati? Question uh, mark. And
0: sacred geometry is a thing, right? So what was the answer?
2: I think that's where we fell in line was like, it could be Illuminati or, you know.
0: I think it, it's more like the triangle, especially in the design It's world. also
2: in like the dollar or, you know, one of the, yeah. Which, uh, it's
0: on the dollar The bill. money has,
2: is it the dollar bill? That yeah. Has it? yeah. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, but most things, with I mean, I get the the all-seeing eye on that, but Mm -hmm. when people start, like, folding it, and they're like, see, you see the twin towers as they fall, I'm like, okay, guys, that is a stretch. Like, yeah, you can see it if you fucking make it, but also, outside of that, like, that would mean they have to design it from that to start, and then work its way into a building and trees, like, that's a little much, All right? You can't pay a designer enough
1: to pull that shit out of his ass, I promise you. Problem with attaching such weighty significance to a simple shape is that triangles can be found everywhere. So this, so take this information, and you can decide what you believe. Are they part of the Illuminati, or are we just reading into these symbols a little too much? I think they're part of the Illuminati.
0: I don't know about you, Christian. You agreed? Okay. What about you, Heather?
2: I think something's going <laughs> on because she's apparently a witch, and I'm really going to believe she's a part of the Illuminati. Yeah.
1: Why is a witch necessarily really a why it's, do we believe witches are necessarily a bad thing? It's
0: not, it's not that, that witches in general are a bad thing. I guess I, yeah. I just
2: don't understand why if you're not a part of the Illuminati, why you would want to, I, I don't go out buying stuff with owls on them and wearing them. and Or maybe they, like I said, maybe they just started a trend. I mean, Bieber, yeah. uh, uh, Drake, Jay-Z, Beyonce, they're all people in the music industry.
1: Why do mm-hmm. metal bands say they worship the devil when they don't worship the devil? Because it's cool. To sell music. Yeah. Sometimes.
2: So maybe it's just a part of their plan to uh, ratings and.
0: Yeah, but even some of those look. Check this part out. Of the agenda. Yeah, some people don't or say they're like Satanists or whatever, but don't worship Satan. But then there's really people out there that do. You know, like so there's. It's not that every single person that's like, yeah, hail Satan is really a Satanist, but there are people that literally take that to heart oh, and yeah. do the weird shit.
2: Like we just said that. Um,
0: but most of them don't.
2: Richard Ramirez. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he really did. And people, Satan.
0: when they looked in his eyes, saw darkness.
2: He looked, yeah, he looked demonic, like he yeah. was just dead in the eyes, no, no so feelings, emotions, like a, love. Yeah,
0: like a creep factor. Or is it possible if, that sometimes these people do pull from sources outside of our own?
1: If there was a Satan, hmm. Satan would not be pleased with somebody like Richard, Richard Ramirez. Ramirez.
2: I don't know. He he killed a lot of people.
1: I don't think that that's the point. I think, I think corruption is more. The, I I think some of that is. Uh, a story with a boogeyman. Mm. And I don't think it's quite like, Oh, let me go make some serial killers. If there was a Satan. Yeah. I, and, I don't. And I think there would still need to be some kind of ritual Involved. in the worship Yeah, that Richard Ramirez probably did not do. Cause he was a psycho. Mm. He was just a, a bad person. And yeah. just because he chose to say, he say he worshiped the devil. That was just his form of finding a way to murder people. Like, all serial killers will find their excuse. Yeah. And regarding
0: uh, from a Christian perspective, um, well, second Christian perspective I suppose. Uh it regarding the, like the this isn't something that quote unquote Satan would want. Like the whole the whole point is corruption is corruption of a man's soul or a woman's soul. Like that's it. That's the whole point of what Satan would do. So if like the Bible itself says that no sin is greater than another. Murder is no different than me lying to a friend. Like that's that everything is the same, you know? So corruption in general is still,
1: could be satanic in sense, in a nature, at least if you look at it that way, but. It it could be, but also it could just be hum, a human condition. Yeah, sure. I I've just, I struggle when we throw blame into certain areas yeah yeah yeah. no i hear you and it's like
0: it's a tough pill to swallow sometimes we should
1: take responsibility yeah for ourselves yeah yeah and then we don't have to worry about being deceived by the devil el diablo yeah
2: interesting though yeah Stuff on the Grove.
0: So Christian, you don't think anything weird happens at Bohemian Grove, right? Like uh, weird in the sense of like ritualistic nature or intentional ritualistic nature, I should say.
1: I think there's so much risk, ritualistic nature in our mm. world that we don't even notice notice it most of the time. Yeah. And when we do, sometimes we make it either holy or sinister, mm. Um, but we are a ritualistic animal. I think it's embedded in our DNA. Yeah you don't need a, to give us a ritual. We'll make one up. True. Yeah. Um, so I'm just not something, somebody that believes like it, say in this case, it's, it's an evil thing. It's, it's a, a projection of power and a wish for goodwill, which we do all the time. It's like yeah. a form of prayer. Yeah. And just because it's an owl and oh, an owl has pagan and an owl has pagan meanings. Yeah. Yeah. We all we're if we're, we make it a demonic thing and it's not, it's just, you know, just some other beliefs like pouring one out on the ground when you take when you're drinking alcohol, mm. you know, it's just yeah. one of those things stuff that everyone
0: does. And it's not even ever a spiritual experience or anything. Right. It's just kind of. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Not, what do you think as far as um like if you had to pick something then like the all the strict rules and everything and like the super secrecy behind it? like the curfew times and the women have to be gone by this time. And this happens like, don't you think that something weird could happen once everyone leaves? That's not a member member. I
1: don't think once they got rid of all the the, the women and the workers, they brought in all the prostitutes or mm. entertainment that they wanted, especially back in the old days when they had to keep that stuff away. Oh, now, yeah. the, now some of those people could flaunt it and it helps their image mm. depending on where they're from. But back then you had to be, an upstanding individual to hold these positions of power.
0: True. Yeah. And it is
1: a long tradition
0: as well. So it could, yeah. that could very well be the case.
1: Yeah. And it's starting basically from a rich environment, like mm. in the 1870s, I believe it was Yeah, all those people were rich. So they're going to keep the same standards. Their families have been following probably for hundreds of years from yeah. back in England and France and other parts of Europe. Yeah. All stuff the stuff, the rich people did It's mm. just transferred over, I think.
2: Back to the Weaving Spiders Come Not Here. It's a line from William Shakespeare, Midsummer Night Dream. What a... Reflecting the idea that the members are not supposed to worry about work or business deals while at the club. And another uh, person has been at the um, Grove, G. William Domhoff, a University of California Santa Cruz professor of psychology and sociology who studied the club very exclusively. He says uh, he described the Grove as a place where a powerful, relax, enjoy each other's company and get to know some of the artists, entertainers and professors. So
1: and maybe there are maybe it deals. is
2: just a big camp getaway. But I just find the security just really strange for mm-hmm. if you're just supposed to go take a load off, go enjoy your, you know, if you weeks. have
1: that security, you can attract you think it's people. just they're so
2: high up that they just feel safe with it and so they're actually able to relax yeah, yeah. i think
0: rich people in general tend to bring care, like security and stuff with them and certain like you know
1: but if you have a like a camp-wide security along mm-hmm. with your personal security yes yeah, you you're you, not
2: having people press trying to come take pictures of you and you know look at people yeah. all the time on front of inquired here's jennifer Aniston and her yeah. bikini while on beat you know let her be on vacation like yeah,
1: yeah. and, it, and having, with, having like, worked gossip. at hotels keeping that kind of stuff quiet mm. is really important. When I was at a hotel and like Samuel Jackson or Quentin Tarantino were staying at it, we couldn't say anything to anybody Yeah, and that's a low level hotel. So if you get up to these higher ones that cater to the rich and famous, yeah. they have to be very discreet.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm.
1: So that's probably something similar in this case. Now all these people, these powerful and rich people come together and they hang out a couple weeks later, they might be making a deal in Beijing or New York that yeah. benefits both of them, but that only happens because they're able to hang out in a comfortable environment and relax a little bit and get to know
2: people True. outside of
1: their normal sphere yeah. sphere of influence. But what if that deal screws over the general population? It sometimes it will hmm. because it's a business deal.
2: A lot of businesses, I mean, look at like work retreats.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: you know, going to the woods.
0: True. Yeah, it is just a smaller scale of that.
1: Yeah. And it's always good to have powerful people communicating, especially if they're internationally powerful, because they don't tend to want to destroy the world because you don't make any money when yeah. they're destroyed.
0: They world. love money too much to want to destroy the world. Yeah. So they want to maybe take more power from the world and make us their you know, robotic slaves. That but, could be. Yeah.
1: But that's still better than us blowing each other up.
0: It is kind of in a way, if you think about it. Interesting, fresh perspective coming in hot from Christian. No, I can see, I can see both sides in this actually, but I used to be convinced that it was a hundred percent. This is where babies get murdered.
1: I just but don't think babies getting murdered is a thing in is, any political power. And a matter of fact, where that first comes from, definite propaganda by the Russians against the Jews. Oh, that there are baby murderers. Yeah. Weird flex, but all right. I mean, it's, 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 it's just been, and it's continued. Hmm up until now and it keeps coming back because it's a uh, once you say something like that yeah it gets somebody's blood boiling
0: so. true yeah it's like an instant trigger pretty much especially anyone that's a parent you know right. something like that. Like, what what's happening?
1: yeah and it trigger. makes it easier to kind of instill a fear and control and sell books or yeah movies or whatever it may be
0: yeah interesting what, what about you, Heather? Where are you landed on this? You kind of fall in the middle a little bit. You leaning more. Yeah, towards I mean, I see both armor. sides.
2: Again, like I, we talked about earlier, I'm not going to dive head first thinking it's controversy because yeah. you know or a conspiracy. It's because it's very well that it's like we said. It's just a retreat. It's just a work thing. Hmm. Um, could be, but
1: it makes perfect sense. Alex Jones would make it out to be something darker hmm. because he does not like the rich and powerful. Mm -hmm. So automatically he's going in there with the mindset that these people are evil. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, maybe some of them are, Mm -hmm. but it's just the way the world works sometimes.
0: Yeah. Well, I can't imagine that with that many wealthy, powerful people in one place that not at least bare minimum, a handful of them have sinister intent. Mm -hmm. Oh Oh, yeah.
2: They're there for bad reasons, Mm -hmm. hoping they can network with someone, but
1: so there could be truth behind both no there's definitely going to be some bad people
2: people have motives what do you Mm. want well how am i going to get more power how am i going to do this how am i you know this connection is going to help me in this aspect everyone's ultimately looking out for themselves yeah true. just human nature yep what can i get from this
0: more power and money please like i please i don't have enough give me more yeah classic the love of money
1: well, once you reach a certain spot, you know, you may think you're rich, but then you go to Bohemian Grove and you're one of the, like, the low-class rich people. Yeah. yeah. You're at, like, the children's table and you're like, what
0: the fuck, guys? I got a billion dollars.
1: You just made all this money from, from a business you started 10 years ago. Mm. My family's had that money since the 1600s.
0: Yeah. My family actually owns your family's money.
1: Yeah. Right. You know. When you build your, your new factory, it's going to be on property that I own and my family's owned for hundreds of years. That's so...
0: You do be like that, mm-hmm. and that is freaky deaky.
1: i